Hey everyone, welcome to episode 6 of The Internship Show. My name is Parker Pell and I'm one of the founders of Scholars. Over the past couple of months, I've had thousands of college students ask me the same question. What does so-and-so company look for in an intern? As I was trying to answer these questions, the truth of the matter is that I don't 100% know. So what did we do? We started this podcast to get the answers you want from the companies you may be interested in working for. This is another special edition of The Internship Show where we want all of our graduating senior listeners to specifically tune in. Graduation may be postponed or canceled, but did you know there is a virtual graduation ceremony you can RSVP hosted by the number one college media company in the U.S.? It will be an epic live virtual graduation ceremony that promises to be one of the best commencements ever, and I am so excited for today's guest to share more information about her awesome company and the mission behind hashtag I'm still graduating. Today, I'll be talking with Windsor Western from Her Campus Media. Windsor is the co-founder, publisher, and president of Her Campus Media, which is the number one media portfolio for college and Gen Z women and 360-degree college marketing agency, reaching over 35 million monthly users across its family of brands, Her Campus, Spoon University, College Fashionista, and Influence Her Collective. Leveraging its digital, social, experiential, influencer, and on-campus reach, Her Campus Media provides award-winning integrated marketing programs for leading brands. They're making an impact on the lives of millions of college students and have stepped up to do their part for this year's 2020 graduating seniors to ensure everyone has the opportunity to attend a commencement ceremony. This is going to be an awesome episode, and I can't wait for our listeners to tune in. Well, Windsor, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks, Parker. Really excited to be here. Certainly, of course. So for our listeners, could you um, give your background as to who you are and how you all started Her Campus Media? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Her Campus Media. I currently serve as our president and publisher, and we started our company actually back in 2009 in the wake of the 08-09 financial crisis. So in a bad way. We've come full circle. <laughs> we didn't want to come full circle back to another financial crisis, but, but here we are. Uh, but we started Her Campus Media then really in order to provide opportunities for college students while they were still in college. We actually saw a lot of the internship system was broken then, and there have been a lot of fixes and a lot of changes that have been made since then, which is incredible. But we really knew that there's an incredible amount of power that college students have while they're students, an amazing amount of capacity and ability. Um, and we really wanted to create opportunities for them while they were on campus to learn and to grow and develop professionally. So what we launched was our, our first property is hercampus.com, which is a platform for student journalists. And it's based um, in a campus chapter network model. So every campus can have their own on-campus publication that's part of her campus. Uh, it's mostly women. It's her campus media after all, but it's mostly women's lifestyle journalism. Women can start their own magazine, build up a team, and get this incredible amount of um, experience while they're on campus to really help serve as a launch pad for their careers. Certainly. And it sounds like entrepreneurship is so deeply rooted in your and your founders' lifestyles and is why you started Her Campus in the first place. And your model follows that exact same, um, same thinking and strategy. Um, and so as you look back on your college experience, were you an intern? And if so, what, what was your experience like as an intern? Yeah, absolutely. So I had quite a few internships. I was pre-med, and so I did some an internship at a genetics lab, um, which I found terribly boring. I'm a people person, and sitting by myself doing pipettes all day long was 
help me realize, okay, this is not for me. I do not want to be a genetics researcher. So um, that was a very helpful experience. Um, I had an internship for an event planning company, a small event planning company in my hometown to really help figure out if that was an area that I wanted to go into. Actually, we do a lot of event planning at her campus, so everything I learned there has turned out to be very helpful, even though I'm not an event planner. I then had an internship with Bloomingdale's in New York City in their marketing department, working in the catalogs division. So they have a whole team that puts together their catalogs. It is a very intense process, much like putting together a magazine. Um, had a great internship there. And then I also did an internship with OK Magazine, which is a celebrity tabloid uh, in the ad sales division with a mentor of mine who uh, taught me how to sell and taught me um, everything I knew then kind of got me really started um, from a selling perspective. So internships are incredibly valuable if they are, no matter what the structure is, if they're giving you experience and maybe that experience is, oh my gosh, I found my calling. This is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Or maybe that experience is, oh, I found what I definitely don't want to do, and you can strike something off the list, and that is equally valid. As long as you're learning something in your internship program, that's the number one most important thing for an internship is that you're learning. You had more internships than I had, no question, <laughs> and so I'm sure our listeners thinking, it's never too early to have an internship. Even if you're a senior graduating in high school before you start your college, go and get involved in the real world. There's things that you can do to grow your network in and learn, like you said, and take the value of that internship about what you do and you may not want to do when, you, when you're having your internship. Um, and so with Her Campus, there's so many different ways that I've been able to find that students can get involved with Her Campus Media. Um, could you go into a little bit more about all the different ways that students could get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So we have four main platforms and four main brands under Her Campus Media. The first is HerCampus.com. We have an on-campus network of women's lifestyle publications. We're at over 400 colleges and universities. So if you look at HerCampus.com, go to Find My Campus. If we're already at your school, you can join and get a lot of experience in marketing, PR, communications, journalism, that space and join, or if we don't have one, you can start your own and get a lot of leadership and management experience that way. Uh, we, our next brand is Spoon University. So it's very similar to the Her Campus model of on-campus digital student publications, but Spoon University is for your food enthusiasts, for your on-campus foodies. So same thing, but really for students who are interested in food journalism or even going into the culinary field or the hospitality field, it can be an incredible experience. Again, you can join a chapter. We're at 200 schools for Spoon University or launch your own, and that's spooneuniversity.com. The third is College Fashionista. This is for your fashion and beauty trendsetters, your fashion and beauty enthusiasts, um, and your aspiring influencers. So we have a network of 26,000 students who are fashion and beauty influencers, part of the College Fashionista Network, and we give them a lot of opportunities to collaborate with big beauty and fashion brands and to kind of spot the trends on their campus. So students who are interested in fashion in particular or going into the beauty industry professionally can look at collegefashionista.com. And then fourth is the Influence Hair Collective, which is for all of your up and coming social media influencers out there. So really we're a micro influencer agency. Our average is anywhere from 10,000 followers to 100,000 followers, but we also have influencers who are just getting started up and coming and we help coach them and get them to those higher 
tiers in terms of follower count and reach. So that's for your aspiring social media influencers, whether you want to be a full-time professional influencer or have it as your side hustle. And that's influenceHerCollective.com. So students can come from all different majors and backgrounds if they're interested in, in joining, correct? Absolutely. There's no prerequisite other than an interest to learn something new and get a lot of um, great experience while you're a student. So the opportunities that we have really are akin to a student organization on campus. In fact, at many of the campuses, we are registered student orgs. Um, so her campus NYU, for instance, would be a registered student org on campus. The difference is that when you're joining that student organization, you're part of a much larger network and you have other resources that you can tap into. But it's a great opportunity for students and the students who go through our program, whether that's for Spoon, her campus, College Fashionista, Influencer Collective, often say, this is what I talked about in my internship interviews. This is what I talked about in my job interviews. This is the thing, like the people that were interviewing me were more interested in what I had done for her campus than my classes that I'd taken because it's relevant work experience brand collaborations, running a team, managing events. Um, and it's, it's one of the best ways if you're interested, particularly in journalism, media, communications, fashion, food, there's a lot of different things, business um, that you can get involved in. Students are always looking for opportunities to have a real world impact. And it sounds like working with any four of your, your platforms, it allows students to do that. And so as a student, if I'm listening to this and now I'm interested. How do I go about applying for uh, one of the roles that, that you all have? Yeah, absolutely. So it depends on where your interest is, but on each of the websites, there is a very clear um, information. So for hercampus.com, you go to the bottom to join a chapter or start a chapter. You can find your chapter first, and that's your school and figure out whether you can join an existing chapter or start a new one. That's hercampus.com, Spoon University, same model. Go to spooniversity.com and then look for your school's chapter. If your school doesn't have one, you can start one. Uh, one thing, side note for Spoon and her campus, high school seniors often and juniors often use the platform to get a feel for student life at those campuses to say, okay, what are students writing about? Um, and to help them narrow down their college choice, which is a really fun kind of use case for that. Um, college Fashionista, again, collegefashionista.com, you can apply to join the network. And the same thing, influenceHerCollective.com, Go there and you can apply to join that network as well. That's awesome. And so I'm a student and I join a team. Am mm -hmm. I paired with someone on your all's team that, that helps in terms of running my chapter or working with my chapter? And is there a mentorship component kind of involved yeah. with that? Absolutely. So with her campus, I'll dive into that experience in particular. We actually have a program of chapter advisors. So we have students who have gone through the her campus program, who've run a successful chapter, grown a team. The average team is about 30 students on campus. So these students have managed a team with 30 plus students, put on events, um, run social media channels. So each of the chapters has their own Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, platform. They do events on campus. They um, distribute samples on campus and they're really a big vibrant part of the campus community. So students who have successfully run chapters and have been a successful part of the program can apply to be a chapter advisor. Then they get that management experience and they will then get you know, a certain number, a handful of other chapters to help guide and to mentor along the process. Could you give an example of a type of event that a student may be running at one of their chapters? Yeah, absolutely. So um, 
recently we worked with uh, Garnier, for instance, which is a, a women's beauty brand, um, and they were doing a big sampling program. They had a new um, program that was around, this was Earth Day last year, um, and it was around, I believe, I don't want to misspeak, but um, I believe it was around the Ocean Conservancy Project, and they were promoting that as well as promoting their products. And what we did was we had students at around 30 different campuses host tabling events. So set up tables in the quad, um, distribute samples and distribute information about this Garnier initiative on behalf of their campus chapter. And we also have students who will host um, body positive uh, fashion shows on campus, which is always really fun. Um, maybe girls nights in. Um, we have other students who will host empower women's empowerment conferences on campus and bring in local leaders to have them as speakers, providing inspiration for other students. So there's a huge variety. We don't, we don't make it too prescriptive. We want to make sure that it's a platform for students to learn and to grow and to host whatever type of campus events inspire them and are going to inspire the students at their school. And it sounds like the students have the opportunities to interact with some pretty cool brands like Garnier, for example. Are there other, other ones that other chapters have worked with that you can speak on? Yeah, we did a big program with Diet Coke, for instance. Um, Diet Coke launched all these new flavors. And what we did is we sent out the different um, flavors to all of our campuses and had a challenge for who could create the most interesting content um, using these different Diet Coke flavors. And the winning one, the winning chapter, the best one was the Her Campus at the University of Central Florida, which is a campus that has about 50,000 students. It's one of the largest undergraduate campuses in the country. And they did this incredible photo and video shoot where they had different editors on their team dress up full head to toe in outfits that matched the color of the Coke can. Um, and they did this really fun social media campaign with all of the different colors. So um, there's Diet Coke, I mean, we've worked with Grubhub on campus. Um, we do a lot of work with Ulta Beauty. We do a lot of work um, with Walmart. We do a lot of work with the Home Depot. Um, we do a lot of work with L'Oreal, with Procter & Gamble. Um, we're doing a big campaign with Aussie Hair Care right now. Um, there's just a lot of um, different brands that come in and want to provide opportunities to interact for our students. That is so cool. And entrepreneurship is rooted in your model, is rooted in you and your founders, obviously. Could you kind of speak on your, your take on the importance of entrepreneurship for students that are in college? Yeah, absolutely. I think college is the best time to start your own company. A hundred percent. It is. Now, it may feel like well, I have all of my classes or I'm writing my thesis and this is not the time to do it. Well, things are just going to get busier after you graduate. I hate to break that to you, but college is actually a time when you have the lowest stakes in terms of a, a nice chance to, to focus on a business. If there is a business plan competition offered at your school or if you see one that is offered, I highly encourage you to apply even if you don't win, just the practice of applying and putting together the business plan is going to be one of the most valuable things that you can do. And if you get inspired enough by your idea, then you should launch it. You should try it. There's really no downside to going ahead and launching and starting a company while you're in school. If it does well, you've made your own job for after graduation. If it doesn't do well, guess what? You just have an incredible amount of experience to talk about in all of your job interviews. If you go and say, oh, I started this company and turns out it didn't go well, but I learned all of these things, any recruiter is going to be absolutely floored by that. 
So we started the company out of the Harvard Business Plan Competition, and I'm actually really excited um, to talk about a business plan competition we're going to be doing this summer. So it's the first time we've ever actually put on our own business plan competition. It's in conjunction with Procter & Gamble and their hair care brand, Aussie. Um, and the Aussie business plan competition is for 20 young people in 2020. We're going to actually spend summer 2020 helping them develop, grow, and launch their very own businesses. Um, we have grants that are involved, a really developed mentorship program. Um, and the goal is that by the end of the summer, these 20 businesses will be live and active um, or will have grown from where they were before. So we're um, really excited to be doing that. And is that something that students can find now and apply to? Not yet. Um, we're going to be launching it um, the beginning of May. So the beginning of May, it'll be available um, on hercampus.com. So as soon as that is up, I will certainly send you the link and the details. Um, we just announced it this week um, and are finalizing all the details for that. But it's going to be an absolutely incredible opportunity for students and men and women are welcome to apply. Awesome. And any types of businesses that students have an idea for they can apply with? We're really focusing on services and product-based businesses. So we have found that there is a lot of enthusiasm within the entrepreneurship space for tech-based businesses and startups. Um, apps, for instance, um, and there's TechCrunch, Tech Destructors, TechStars. There's a lot of energy in that space. Um, but when it comes to companies based on physical products or companies based on services, let's say a student wants to launch a photography business, for instance, or a student um, is a fashion designer, or a student makes um, homemade, let's say, candles, for instance. Um, this is a perfect product or service-based focus for this, really focusing on creativity and students who have um, kind of a maybe art focus um, to what they do. That's so exciting and and brings me to why I was so excited for you to come and join on the show is to talk about hashtag I'm still graduating. I would love for you to go into what is hashtag I'm still graduating, how it came to be and, and what the real purpose is behind it. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously the coronavirus pandemic has been incredibly disruptive for everyone worldwide. Um, but as her campus, we were really looking at our community and looking at where some of the biggest pain points were. And if you can think back to senior spring in college, that is such a life highlight in general. It is just the, one of the, the best periods of your college experience. Um, and then college graduation is one of those moments that you remember forever. Um, it's such a big life milestone. And the class of 2020 has had that stolen from them by COVID-19. Um, colleges have canceled or postponed graduations. And some schools, I think, are going to do a really beautiful job with something. Um, a lot of schools may not have the resources or capacity to do that. And the conversation that we were seeing from our community and from our readers was really one around despair and how depressing it was and how sad it was that I'm the class of 2020 and that is awful because I don't get I don't get this and so what we wanted to do was create a movement changing the conversation that yes this pandemic is happening and no graduation will not look the way that you thought it was going to but you are still graduating and that is worth celebrating and so what we're doing is we've launched the website is I'm still graduating.com and we're going to be doing a huge nationwide virtual graduation ceremony 
big commencement exercises for everyone in the class of 2020 all across the United States. Uh, we have a long list of incredible commencement speakers that I'm not allowed to talk about right now, but as soon as we have them, I will send them over to you. It's some really big name musical talent, um, some big name CEOs, um, just some huge movers and shakers who are excited to give back and really share their message of hope and motivation with this class. So um, the social media movement is hashtag I'm still graduating and what we want is for seniors in the class of 2020 high school and college to take back this moment and to say, you know what, I am still graduating, I'm still here and I'm worth celebrating. Um, and so it's not a, um, it's kind of, a, it's not a lemonade out of lemons, it still sucks that there's no physical graduation, um, but it's a nice way to have a moment of unity amidst this crisis. And how can students attend? So if you go to imstillgraduating.com, there's a big button to RSVP. And if you click there, you can fill out the information. Um, we're encouraging students and their family members and friends to RSVP there so that we can send you all of the information. That is so exciting. And I know that our 2020 students who are graduating and listening, um, if they have had something canceled or postponed and they're just in that state, like you said, of just despair, that this is going to shine a light on their, their opportunities and a virtual live commencement ceremony with hundreds of thousands of people across the country. I think that is something that will be remembered for them for the rest of their lives, probably. That's the hope. The hope is that in this period, rather than this just being, oh, we didn't have to have a graduation. You know, we did. And my family gathered around and we put it up on the TV and we celebrated and I got dressed up and I wore my, happen my cap and gown and we did it anyways. Um, so we're, um, we're really excited about, about what we're doing. That's so awesome. And for students out there who they're operating colleges remotely or high schools remotely in their classes and they're thinking about what do I do to put my best foot forward during these times? Do you have advice for students on how they could better themselves, uh, put themselves in a position to come out on top over all of this? Yeah, I mean, there are, it's hard to know what the next right step is, especially if you've had an internship or a job canceled that you had set up for this summer. I think what's most important as you're thinking through the future is to remember this is not forever. This is not going to be right. It may feel like it right now. I know every week feels like a month these days while we're all in quarantine, but this will not last forever. And what you can do to take action is to make sure that when this is over, you have set yourself up for success, that you have done something with this time. And I know right now everyone's eating a lot and potentially drinking a lot if you're over 21 um, and um, playing a lot of video games. And that's okay too, right? We're all human. But if you don't have an internship this summer or your job was canceled, there are a lot of courses that you can take that are being offered for free or discounted rates right now. I would encourage you to take matters into your own hands and develop a skill, get some additional experience, even create your own pseudo internship program where you can say, this is what I did, this is what I learned. Maybe there's a small business in your hometown that could use help online, right? Like maybe there's a, a restaurant that's trying to navigate social media and spread the word about curbside pickup or delivery. You could work with them and say, I'm gonna help you develop your social media 
campaign. And maybe you understand Instagram. You probably do understand Instagram a lot better than they do. Um, that's something you could say, you know what? I interned for a local small business in my hometown and this is what I did. And this is what I helped them do amidst this crisis. Um, there are also students who are giving back with a lot of volunteer opportunities. Um, and I think that as long as you are learning something and it's something that you can talk about, you can use this time. It's, it won't be wasted time rather once the economy picks back up. Students are a valuable asset, tangible or intangible, and they can gain tangible in, in, and intangible skills. And something that our students always ask is, is, is it okay for me to reach out on LinkedIn or an email to someone who may be a business leader in the community and they just want advice? Um, mentorship is a huge thing um, in a student's growth and development. Um, could you kind of speak on how you would give advice to a student as to how they should gain a mentor during this time? Um, or what the purpose of that would be. Absolutely. So it's a it's a conversation that is so important to have, but it's also a little bit of a tricky conversation. Imagine a complete stranger emailing you and saying, will you be my friend? You say, well, I don't know. Who are you? Do I, do I want to be your friend? That's kind of what it looks like when if you email a stranger and say, will you be my mentor? It's important to build an organic relationship with someone that hopefully will develop into an organic mentorship type relationship, right? A mentor, I say a mentor is someone who has more experience than you that you can learn from that you're friends with. That's really what a mentor is. They want to help you and they want to give back to you. Um, but you need to build a real relationship with them first. So instead of, and I have had people, and that's okay, you're, tr you're going for it. You're trying to get mentors. Email me and say, will you be my mentor? And I say, I don't know who you are, right? So instead, what I think, make it easy for someone to say yes and then impress them when you get their time. Ask for a 15 minute phone call via email or LinkedIn. If they ignore you, they probably get a thousand emails a day. So you can respond a week later kindly. Um, and you can try, I mean, you can try five or six times to email someone, be persistent as long as you are kind and polite every single time. Ask for 15 minutes of their time where you can ask them a few specific questions to help you with your career path. When you get that phone call, be prepared. Have your questions ready, know what you're gonna talk about and impress them. If you impress them and you have an engaging conversation, that is how to open up the door to another conversation and another conversation. And before you know it, they're a mentor of yours. Um, on that first call, do not expect them to lead the conversation. You are asking a favor of them, you're asking for their time and their expertise, so come prepared. Um, I can tell you, I've gotten on the phone with people and they said, so hi. I say, hi, I say, so um, what's up? I'm like, why are we talking right now? What is, what is happening? Um, other times people say, thank you so much for taking the time. I have these three questions that I'd like to ask you. I'm impressed. I ask them the questions and I say, you know what? If you ever have any, have any more questions, email me again and let's have another conversation. A month later, we get on the phone again and it goes on like that. I love that advice. That's, that's so great and practical as well for, for our students listening that are, that are wanting to grow their network. Um, in these in these times and and so Windsor is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners right now that that we haven't hit on obviously I'm still graduating sounds like such an awesome event that I'm so excited for all graduating seniors high school or college to attend with themselves and their families and, and picture a huge graduation party with it on the big screen um, 
Yeah, no, I think that's the big one. It's just go to imstillgraduating.com, RSVP right there on the page, and we will follow up and get you all the information that you need. It's really going to be such a moment of hope and unity amidst this crisis. That's so awesome. Well, I know I'm thank you for taking the time and our listeners have learned so much about her campus media as well as hashtag I'm still graduating. So thanks, Windsor, of course. That was episode six of the internship show. And for all of our graduating seniors looking to attend hashtag I'm still graduating and listeners interested in learning about the number one media portfolio for college, I'm sure you learned a ton. Thanks again to Windsor Western from Her Campus Media for coming on and sharing their company's story, mission, and exciting hashtag I'm still graduating virtual graduation. You won't want to miss what is going to be the best commencement ever. I'm your host, Parker Pell, and if you enjoyed listening, I'd love for you to subscribe to The Internship Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you have time, I'd love for you to share this episode with one friend you believe would want to tune in to the show. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. With that said, we'll see all of you next time when we speak with another awesome company highlighting their college programs and have a great day.